So I thought that women are, you know, they're just like men. They're just like, you know, they're a little bit different visually, but otherwise they're the same, which is something that can never work because they are like, I mean, I'm talking about a normal feminine woman. She's really different from a man. What story are you telling? Whether you're intentional about it or not, you have an audience and they think in story. The Doug Thompson podcast features diverse storytellers sharing their practical tips for telling the story they need others to envision and trust in order to take a new action. Here's your host, Doug Thompson. Hey, good morning, everybody. Or good afternoon. Whenever you're listening to this, this is uh welcome to the Doug Thompson podcast. I'm your host, the Doug Thompson. As usual, I don't know what time of day it is. I, we record these things all around the clock, so sometimes I'm not even sure where I'm at. But anyway, thanks for listening to the podcast. This week, I've got a guest from Canada, which I do speak to my Canadian friends on occasion, Roman Miranov. Hey, Roman, how you doing? Hi, Doug. It's so great to be here. Thank you. Good. And is it morning over there too? I just want to make sure everybody knows we're all sort of in the same. 7 a.m. <laughs> all right. Well, great. So Roman, tell us, tell my audience a little bit about yourself, what you do, why you're here, and uh, we'll take it from there. Yeah, I'm a life coach working online, mostly with clients, and I do live in Toronto, Canada. And what I do basically is I focus on three big areas. The biggest one, is helping people stop watching porn and masturbation. The second one is relationships in general, family relationships, intimate relationships. And the third one is relationships with kids. Well, that's a, that's a worthy goal of that one. So let's start with the, with the first one you're talking about. We'll go in, into that area a little bit. What brought you to this realization? Or And, and I assume that there's a big demand for this. There is. Okay, so speaking of demand, people feel more isolated, especially with COVID, because a lot of people just stay at home in front of their computers. <clears throat> and it's, it's very easy to get distracted by porn. And it's very, very, it has this you know, psychological allure. So it's become basically, so we are in a pandemic now and porn is an epidemic within that pandemic. That what I would say. And my story is this. I started to, you know, to notice that I like, I like like looking at the girls around eight. Then my friend found a, a porn movie that his, that his family had, that his parents had. He showed this movie to all his friends, including me. And I was hooked from that, from then on. And so basically that was around 12 years old. So I got more addicted as time went, as time passed by. And around 15, I became very self-conscious, very addicted. And the next five or six years, I basically lost it because I was sitting at home, not going out, not talking to girls. And I did not get any you know, social skills. I did not understand women. And then what happened? So basically, I think I wasted those years on porn. And this is like my, my key message as a coach. 
because I, I don't want people to do the same thing, to do the same mistake that I made. And even though I was so self-conscious and so inexperienced with women, I actually got into a relationship and eventually I got married. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. But still, I was a newbie with, with women. I, I thought that my wife was a man. So I treated her just like a man, just like I would treat my buddy. <laughs> so what happened is after seven years, she divorced me. And one reason was that I was not fully present in the relationship because I was watching porn. And also, I did not know how to be a leader and so on and so forth. So at that point, I realized that watching porn was a problem, was taking my time, was taking a lot of energy, sapping really energy. And it was not allowing me to actualize my potential. So I said to myself, okay, I'm going to stop doing it completely, cold turkey. And then I would spend the time on actually developing my relationship skills. So that worked for me. And at some point I shared my story online with quitting porn and people resonated with it. So they asked me how I did it because right now I have a, a pretty long streak. I've been clean or porn for basically seven or eight years. And so people are asking me how, how, how I did it. And I started helping them with tools and motivation and that got me into coaching. Wow. So, so I, there's, there's a couple things I want to go to go on, unpack there on that. So, so you were like a normal eight-year-old kid until, you know, your buddy, it, well, you know, I, I, I remember, I mean, back at the time it was, it was, everything was analog. My, my friends found their dad's Playboy magazine uh, or penthouse at the time. I can't remember. And, you know, I was about that age. We, 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 uh, we, we looked at that. I mean, but, but it was, uh, wasn't, um, yeah, I was like, okay, fine. That's cool. We did think of what, what, what eight or nine year old boys do, but then we sort of went on and went and played baseball. <laughs> we sort of got back to the other things. What, what, what made you different or what sort of, um, uh, is, is it a, is it a mindset thing? Is it like drugs? Is it like something else that it's a serotonin or not a serotonin, but it's sort of an endorphin hit or something? What, or have you gone that deep? Okay. Uh, just to be clear, I did not get hooked onto it at eight years. Eight years, this, is, this was when I discovered it. I think I got more or less hooked around 16 years. Okay. Okay. A little bit older. Yeah. Okay. And, All right. Yeah. So you just had the normal curiosity at eight. And, but, but then you, but I guess now access is, is, is if you're at a computer, you can get access to it now. It's crazy. You know, back it's in crazy. my day, you had to find a magazine somewhere. Yes, that's, that's the problem right now, because <clears throat> what I talk about is three A's. Porn is affordable, accessible, and available. It's available, like it's at your fingertips. And it's, it's not only at your fingertips. Oftentimes, like people, just uh, uh, a person reached out to me yesterday, and he was saying that, you know, he watches movies, and sometimes there is some some piece of nudity, some like, you know, like erotic scene. And this can be a trigger for someone who is addicted to porn. So it, it's really, it's really coming at us. That, that's the problem. Yeah. 
So in, in this, in, and then you talked about when, when you did get married and you treated like your wife like a man. Sort of ex, explain what that what that means. Okay, so I did not have experience interacting with different girls at that point. So all my experience was interacting with men. So I thought that women are, you know, they're just like men. They're just like, you know, they're a little bit different visually, but otherwise they're the same, which is something that can never work because they are like, I mean, I'm talking about a normal feminine woman. She's really different from a man. And for a man, well, I've been married for forty years. I've been married for over forty years, so yeah, I understand that. Uh, that I, I can't treat her like, um, you know, so my my. Well, she is my best friend, but I can't treat her like my best buddy. Like we have conversations because men, we here to solve problems and to tell stories. Usually, we lie about things. Just simply, you know, it's like fishing. We we <laughs> caught a big fish or something, but it's it's we're here to fix problems or break things. Um, and, and then women need it's a different. It's a whole other animal. I have two daughters, so I'm I'm pretty sure this is punishment for my youth, uh, or maybe a reward for my youth. One of the two. Yes. Yeah. And your example is very good because we are men. As men, we're problem solvers. So we don't want to listen to a woman go talk about something for for an hour. We just want to come in with a quick solution. That's right. But that that's the point. That's what I did. I dismiss my wife all the time instead of listening to her. And oftentimes she, she comes up and she wants to talk to you. She, she just wants you to listen. And I had to learn it the hard way. Yeah. Well, I still catch myself. I have to, if, if she catches me in a weak moment or I'm occupied with something else, my immediate response is going and would just give her advice how to fix it. And I have to catch myself. And so I don't do it right all the time. when We have these discussions. So I don't want you to fix it. Yes, yes, it is. A then, you know, my next question, if I'm really tired, then why are you talking to me? <laughs> Which is not a good answer. So, um, you know, don't, don't come to me for advice because, you know, I've, uh, I don't have the perfect advice. That's, that's the point. So for your audience, guys, it's really, it's really important to not go into porn not to get addicted, but stay social instead. This is so important because- well, well, didn't, didn't porn also probably skew your perspective of how women acted or like to do things? Of course, of course. Because porn teaches us that women are crazy about sex and they think about sex all the time and they're ready to go like this. This just doesn't make sense. For one thing, women love foreplay. And porn basically teaches us that porn play foreplay is not important. So this this skews our perspective so much. So so you got into this, you know, a little bit. Let's fast forward a little bit here, where you're sort of you realize you got a problem. You're going in in your occupying your time, making yourself a better human. You you mentioned you've been trained. You have Tony Robbins trained. So expand, you know, because Tony, he's sort of the the you know you hear this thrown around a lot, but but nobody can really. Not ain't nobody, but oftentimes you don't sort of understand what that means or, or what the background is or you know why is that special? Can you sort of expand on that a little bit? Okay. So first of all, I got into this training program because I needed the tools because one of my clients started asking me to help them with 
you know, quitting porn and masturbation. I needed specific tools. And I knew that I would get them from Tony because actually Tony's materials helped me in my life a lot. Because one, about 12 years ago, I was in, you know, in a pretty, in a pretty severe depression. And I got myself out of it exclusively with Tony's material. So I knew it worked. And yeah, I took this program and basically taught me to be a life coach and a relationship coach. And some of the tools that I got from it that I use now are those different behavioral strategies. Something, let's say, to give you an example, Tony once, when he got famous, he became a little bit lazy, a little bit complacent, and he gained 30 pounds. So he got addicted to food. He got addicted to overeating. So what he did is this. He said, okay, I'm going to actually give myself pleasure for stopping eating early. So leaving some food on my plate. And to, to make sure that I feel pleasure at this moment, and this is the behavioral strategy, he would listen to the music he liked. So he, he would put away the plate and then immediately turn on the music so that he feels pleasure. And that, you know, that act of putting away the plate with food still on became pleasant because of this neuro association in his head. And this is, this is something that I use as my strategies for quitting porn with clients a lot. Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, I, I grew up in just clean your, clean your plate because there's hungry people and some other part of the, some part part of the world, so I can relate to that. And Tony's a big dude, so he had to be eating a lot to gain thirty pounds because he's, you know, he, he needs a lot of calories just to keep going. So, um, you know, it, it changed you. You know, I I see that a, a lot, and because it works in my life too. There's something that's helped me that I will then when I go coach people on on sort of telling stories and and and. You know, presentations and stuff like that, that tips I've, I've, I've gotten from other people, you know, and sometimes it's, it's just, it's a nice structure. And it sounds like that sort of, that's what you just gave you too. Yeah, I would say so. It's not, it's not like that, that program, that particular program was structured so well, I would not say it, say that, but I would say that, yeah, I got a lot of it, including, including various tools that I use with different clients. That's true. Well, and that's what I sort of meant by structure is, is it's, it gives you some things to pull from. It's like a golf bag. If you go play golf, I've got a whole bunch of different clubs in here and depending where I'm at on the course, usually in a bad place, uh, cause I don't drive straight that I can pull out the right club to use to, to make my situation better. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and, and it sounds like you've helped some people and all, and what's the best, you know, what sort of, what's the best comment or thing that you've gotten out of that? I mean, you know, the thing that you're, I know it's sort of like comparing children sometimes, but the thing you're most proud of, or maybe the, the case or, or, you know, person that you're most proud of helping. I'm most proud of this client who has, has been clean for over almost two years now after starting working with me. And he had, he had had a lot of, a lot of problems before coming to me related to porn and he he actually struggled with it for a long time and moreover for him it became a negative cycle where 
the intensity of porn increased over time. And he would even go to things like massage parlors and prostitutes. So, and he's a family guy. He has a pretty big family and a wife that he actually loves. So when, when I was able to help him, to coach him to stay, stay away from all these things and motivate him, I felt that th this, is, this is quite a success. <laughs> well, cool. And, and that's, I mean, I always like when I, when I talk to people and stuff, watching them do, do something or uh, that they couldn't do before or something, that's always sort of the reward. You know, we, we're all in this at some point in time to sort of better the, better the world and help other people so they don't struggle like we do. Do you find that sort of the, a theme between substitute your addiction thing well, here? Yes. Any sort of addiction, any sort of craving, any sort of any anything, any attachment that you have in a relationship that's pulling you, it's actually taken, whether it's sports, whether it's food, whether it's, you know, spending not being engaged with your family because you spend a lot of time outside of your family, just, you know, going out and staying with friends. All these things, they actually undermine the relationship, definitely, because with relationships, remember that your partner wants you to be 100% present in the relationship and engaged, especially your woman. So when you can't give that 100%, he or she is, he actually feels that you, the relationship is not important to you. And you feel it yourself because if you, if you prefer, let's say, if you prefer watching football on TV instead of playing with your five-year-old kid, that's like the, the kid will feel that. And when they grow up, they will tell you, they will remind you of that. You know, daddy was sitting on the couch and watching TV all the time instead of playing with me. And they, they're going to carry a psychological trauma. Yeah, it's a little bit like the old Harry Chapin song, Cats in the Cradle, where the kid grew up just like him, where he didn't have time for, for the kid. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it is. It, in relation, you know, if you look at from a storytelling perspective, I mean, you, you've had a, a pretty good hero's journey. Normal person start off sort of, you know, got off track there for a bit, bad relationship. You know, you came across, was this a one day thing that sort of, when you were sort of made the change or something, or was this sort of a, it kept, it was a consistent thing. There's something not right here. I need to go back and address. Or was it like one day you woke up, look, I gotta stop this stuff. Uh, no, it wasn't one day, of course, because I've been struggling with it for many, many years. And for me, the biggest problem, the biggest consequence was the guilt. I knew that like I knew that this was weird and I like hiding from other people a behavior that you need to hide is not healthy that's one thing and the other thing I felt I felt like I was wasting my time and potential on this so it's been you know like almost 12 20 years of struggling and then I was able to wean myself off it really really slowly by taking small steps for me this works for some people, it works like, you know, going cold turkey. Like they really wake up one day and they say, okay, I can do it. And you have to know yourself. That's what I tell my clients. 
when we choose a strategy, I tell them, so how does it work for you? Do you like to go all in or do you want to take small steps? Yeah. Do you ever ask them, hey, is this, <laughs> so I want to go cold turkey. Have you ever asked himself, has that ever worked anywhere in your life with anything else? I mean, I think that should be a qualifying question because a lot of times they think this is different, but you know, they've tried cold turkey for a lot of things in the past that just never worked. I think for most of us, it's, it, it is a journey and a process that starts with that first step, as you said, and then another one. And, and then eventually you do it often enough, then it becomes the habit. It becomes, but it's still, I, I would think it still somewhat lingers and there's still sort of that temptation and stuff that can hit you that you have to put tools in place to recognize that you don't sort of swerve back off in the ditch. That is right. And by the way, what I would say is that, you know, people who are able to go cold turkey are those type A personalities, achievers, because they're oftentimes black or white thinkers. So they say, okay, I either watch porn or I don't watch it. So this is how it works for them. Yeah. And, and again, yeah, that, yeah, I think you're right. It's that they have that pattern in their life. That's the way they do almost everything. And so as, as we go on with the hero's journey, so you found it, you, you struggled up and down working through it. Now you're sort of on the, you're coming down the other side, but now you're doing something else to start this next journey of helping other people outside of your coaching practice, right? That's right. What I found is that one-on-one -on -one coaching is very effective, but it's also very expensive. That is why I worked to create a course and I have two versions of my course. So the, the basic one is available through Udemy. And the, the, mo the more advanced one, the, more, the one that I work on, the one that I keep improving is available on my own website. But anyways, I would recommend people checking out my course on Udemy. And if they feel that porn is already a problem or they're not sure if porn is a problem in their life, so this is, this is a good first step. Check it out and, and define for yourself whether this challenge is, is a problem and you should work on it. Yeah, it's like the Udemy. And they have some great courses and stuff. They have some pretty advanced. And this sounds like it's sort of the 101 course to sort of let you know, is this something that really resonates and uncovers some, some issues that I have? Yes, it does. As you go through it, you, you realize why porn could be a problem, whether this is the case for you, then you also get tools to, to work on it and also motivation. I motivate people. Yeah, we all need that motivation to keep going. So in addition to those courses and stuff, how, what's the best way to get a hold of you? And we'll put all these things in the show notes so everybody has the links as well. Yeah, great. Thank you for that. My, my website is romanmiranov.com, spelled as R-O-A, sorry, R-O-M-A-N, Roman, M-I-R-O-N-O-V.com. But it is early if you can't spell your own name. I have that problem too, so. <laughs> yes, well, early and hungry. And hungry, okay, well, well, we'll fix that problem here for you. So Roman, thanks for sharing your story and your journey and then helping other people sort of create a new story for themselves. I really appreciate that. We'll put those links in the show notes and just go get something to eat. 
<laughs> yeah, I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.